purpose is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. This week, we are talking about choosing hard when there are no good choices. Because I think all of us at some point find ourselves in this place where there's no win-win. You know, there's no easy option. Everything is just hard. And maybe those choices encompass things that we don't want. Maybe we're stuck in a place where we don't want either of the choices and none of them feel good to us. And we can't imagine walking out either choice. If that's you today, friend, this podcast is just for you because I've been there and I've had to make the determination of which choice will I take. And sometimes it is all about choosing the least bad option. And that's not always an easy answer. You know, there are a lot of points in our life where we are forced to make a choice, a choice we didn't want to make, a choice that wasn't up to us. And neither outcome feels good. It's not this choose your own adventure story. When I was a little girl, I loved reading these books. They were called Choose Your Own Adventure. And one of my favorite ones was Alice in Wonderland. And so you would be reading and it would say something like, if you want Alice to follow the rabbit, turn to page 23. And if you want Alice to continue on the path and avoid the rabbit, turn to page 17. And you got to pick, and it was fun. It was an adventure. And life's not always like that. So, what do we do in those moments? You know, how do we process them? How do we decide which is the better choice? What is my least bad option? I don't have a systematic formula for you, but I'm going to tell you how I've done it. Because there have been a lot of places in my life where I've had to choose something in the midst of a really hard season. And I think when I look back on the landscape of my life and I see the places where I've been forced to walk through something painful and difficult, something that I wouldn't have ever envisioned being a part of my story, in every single one of those places, I see a place where I had to choose hard. And it's not about choosing the right one. So if you're looking at your life and you're thinking, well, I need to make the right choice because I can't afford to make the wrong one, there is no right choice. And I want you to take the stress and the pressure off your shoulders of feeling like you have to be a success because if you're not a success, then it automatically means that you're a failure because friend, you are not a failure. And life is not about succeeding or failing. Life is about living. And the best way that we can approach it is to say, here is the choice that I'm going to make. And then in a little while, whenever I get some space from this place, I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, you know, what worked out well? What would I maybe do differently? What am I proud of myself that I even did it? Because it's worth asking those questions so that we don't go into this place of success or failure. I used to be a perfectionist because I was afraid of being wrong. And I didn't give answers and I didn't raise my hand in class and all those things because I didn't want to run the risk of someone thinking that I was a failure. All the while, I was the one that thought that I was the failure. 
And it changed when I learned how to view life differently, to be able to say it's not about success or failure. I'm just going to make a choice and later I'll look at it and I'll analyze it and I'll figure out what I can take away. What are the benefits of this? And so that's how I want you to look at this place of having to choose the hard. And here's the thing that it all comes down to. Not choosing is still a choice. It's still a choice. And we can't not choose. We have to choose. And so we have to make the choice that is best for us in the situation in the moment. And we can do that by saying, you know, how will this choice impact me? How will this impact those around me? What are the things that I can perceive out of this choice that are positives? And what are the things that are negatives? Because every choice costs us something. You know, all day long we make choices, choices of how to spend our time, how to spend our money, where to invest our emotional resources, our mental energy. It costs us something. And I think in these places, especially when we're saying there's no good choice, I just have to make one and I'm stuck in this place. It's good to think through what does this cost me? Because sometimes the choice is all about saying, what is a cost that I feel like I can afford? Not necessarily from a financial standpoint, you know, but is this going to cost me relationships? Can I afford that? Is this going to cost me emotional strain? Can I afford that? And so write it down, (laughs) grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. I'm a paper person. I, I respect all the digital options. And if you want to use that, go for it. But I, I love the aspect of, of writing it down. So make, make a list. What's it going to cost you? Write down your choice. Make two columns. The things that you can see would maybe be a benefit. The things that you can see are going to cost you something. And then write down your other choice and do the same thing. And then you can look at it and say, which one of these costs do I feel better about? You know, because sometimes it costs us more or it feels like it costs us more in the short term, but it's really going to turn it all around in the long term. You know, maybe it's hard right now, but it's going to be good later. And maybe the other choice would have been the exact opposite. Maybe the other choice would have felt good now, but it actually would have derailed us for a long time to come. And we can get a better perspective on that when we write it down, when we think about what does this cost me and what does that look like? And, you know, when I think about those of you who are listening and who might be factoring this out, I know you're in a hard place. And and I want to speak to that for a minute because when we're in a hard place, it's really easy to feel like we're the only ones. You know, we can scroll through social media and see everybody else's lives that look amazing. You know, maybe you're seeing posts of people's kids going back to school and maybe you lost a child or maybe you're going through a divorce or a separation and maybe you don't have your kids all the time. Maybe you have adult kids that you haven't talked to or you haven't been able to see your grandchildren and maybe there's pain for you. And so when we see those things, it's easy to tell ourselves that we're the only one. It's easy to feel like everybody else's life is better than ours. And when we're in this place of making these hard choices because there aren't any good ones, we have to set those thoughts aside. Because those thoughts aren't going to help us choose what's best. Those, cho- those thoughts put us in a place of choosing a victim mentality, of saying everybody else has it better than me and I have it worst of all. 
or saying this is so unfair and I don't deserve this. And friend, it very well might be completely unfair and you absolutely don't deserve it. But if we sit in that place, we are most likely not going to make the best choice. And we're going to look back at that day and say, I wish I could have seen it differently. I wish I could have looked at the whole picture of my life and not been absorbed in that moment of what I thought I saw on social media. Because what we see of everybody else's lives lives is not even the reality. It's their highlights. You know, and maybe that person who's posting about their kid going back to school, maybe they know they're in for a struggle. Maybe they know that their child is dealing with anxiety and depression and really doesn't want to be there. And they know that every day is going to be a fight. And maybe they were holding on to the last glimpse of summer, not wanting to have to venture into the reality of what was going to come at them in the fall. But we don't know that because we just see the great picture with their kid at the door and the backpack and the sign and everything looks amazing. But what we see on the outside is never what's going on on the inside. And there might be far more people in your newsfeed who are facing this place of having to say, I'm going to have to make a hard choice and there isn't a good one. There might be more like you than you know. And so when we are in a hard season and we're feeling like we're the only ones, we have to start to tell ourselves a different story. We have to tell ourselves that we're not the only ones and that everybody else is doing just the same as we are. They are protecting themselves and they're protecting their families from the story because they can't put it out there for the world to see. And we have to tell ourselves a story to say, I am committing to this choice and I'm not going to question whether or not it was right or wrong because it's not about being right or wrong. I am just committed to this choice and I'm going to walk it out because I've laid out the cost and the benefit and I know which one is the right one to choose. And sure, there might be people who question you, but they're not walking out your life. They're not responsible for the aftermath of this choice and they don't get to say, And yes, it's absolutely wise to get counsel and opinions from people that we respect who have our best interest in mind. But at the end of the day, we're the ones that make the choice. And if we're leaning into a place of letting God love us and walking in relationship with him, we can trust that he's leading our hearts and that even if we get it wrong, he's a God of redemption who wants to bring restoration. The weight isn't on our shoulders. We just simply have to choose. Because if we stay in this place of not choosing, it's exhausting. Of going back and forth and trying to decide, sometimes we just have to make up our mind and go for it. So here's what we do. We get out that paper. We write the choice at the top. We make our two lists. What do I see as the benefit? What do I think it's going to cost me? We push the other things aside. We push the other voices aside. We push aside social media. We push aside the other people who are trying to weigh in on our lives. And we analyze it and we make the best choice based on on what it's going to cost us and our family. And we go for it. And we go for it knowing that God is with us, that we are not doing it alone, and that he has a way of turning things that we think look terrible into pure gold. I don't know how he does it, but I know he does because I've seen him do it in my life. Because if you would have told me on October 2nd, 2006, on the day that the Amish schoolhouse shooting was happening, if you would have said, Marie, in August of 2023, you're literally going to say that you love your life and you're going to mean it with all sincerity and you're going to see the beautiful things that God has accomplished. Not that there won't be hard days, but you're going to be able to look back and and across the landscape of your life, sure, you're going to see the hardship, but you're also going to see the goodness of God. 
and the way he wrote a story that you couldn't have ever imagined. That's what he does. And my friend, that is what he wants to do in your story. So as you make this choice, as you factor it out and you decide what you're going to do, go for it in the knowledge that he's with you, that he is for you, and that he has already paved the way. You are not alone. You are not forgotten and you are never abandoned. He's doing things right now that you cannot even ask or think or imagine. And I'm not just saying that because it's a Bible verse and it sounds good. I'm saying it because I've lived it. And if you need some help figuring out your choice, if you need a little bit of encouragement that God's going to be there for you, if you need somebody else to listen to you, send me a message because I would love to be that person. You can do that through my website, mariemonville.com. And then come back next week because we're going to talk about believing that you deserve the good. You know, if I've said that God has good for you and he's going to do these things in your life, sometimes we have to really choose to believe that we deserve them because otherwise we are going to dismiss all the good he wants to give thinking that we're not worth it. I hope that this podcast episode has been meaningful to you. Share it with a friend, someone that you know could really use some encouragement right now, and then come back and join me next week. I'll talk to you then.